0: This is the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump Podcast with Steve Cypress and Everett Fornell. Welcome to another episode of the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump Podcast, the podcast where everything is always fantastic, nothing bad ever happens. We just keep going. Everything is fine. Nothing to see here. Move along. This is the greatest podcast in the history of all time. Speaking of which, I have with me the greatest co-host of any podcast of all time, of any kind in history. It's Mr. Everett Farnell.
1: Things are good. Not too bad, not too good. Right? Ambassador.
0: Really? In my life, things are fantastic. Everything is fantastic. There is not a negative thing going on. Everything is fine. Nothing to see here. Move along. Business as usual. Things are great. We are making podcasting great again. We have record podcasting. We have record downloading. Everything is fantastic.
1: You just want to keep going, Steve. You never want to get too high. You never want to get too low.
0: Well, and this week in particular, the lesson (laughs) learned from Donald Trump is not to get too low. Not to even yeah. practically acknowledge the incredible storm of crap that has come out of him in the past few days of getting wailed on, double whammy, of your former head of your campaign is now convicted of anything he was up for, except for, I saw an interview they had of, there was a juror gave an interview and said, yeah, we will, every single juror except one was going to convict him on all 18 counts. And one was a standout who was stubbornly not convicting on everything and she said guilty on 8 out of the 18 and we said that's good enough and after a few days of trying to convince her we all just gave up but basically every juror but one and every human being in America probably knew that this swamp dwelling creature Manafort was guilty of all the tax evasion and whatever you could possibly throw at him and I think he has another trial coming up too and the guy's facing like 700 million years of prison and almost (laughs) undoubtedly Trump is going to pardon him anyway, but that verdict comes down. Your guy is so guilty it's unbelievable. And the same day, his lawyer that made these payments to the porn stars and the whatever comes out and he agreed that he's guilty of whatever and made up some extra crimes too, so that he knocks his exposure down for jail time from like 60 or 80 years down to 3 to 5 or something. And then he says, I got all the dirt on Trump and I'm going to spill it to Mueller and the impeachment word, any news channel you Turn on is uttered every 38 seconds now and that's what Trump is dealing with so when this news came down double whammy back-to-back the plea deal and the guilty verdict happened in the afternoon of which like two hours later there's Trump appearing at yet another Trump rally in wherever the heck it was well they all blend into one for me and there it is as if nothing happened Trump is out there doing the same old thing whatever The next day, he gets up, he goes to work like nothing happened, like nothing can faze Donald Trump.
1: Right. It's mental compartmentalization. So what he does is when bad shit's happening,
0: he deals with it. And when he's
1: done dealing with it or has to go on to something else, he locks it away and he's done. And then that doesn't bother him until he comes back to it later to deal with it some more. So it's not that he's ignoring it. It's just an acknowledgement that there's other things that need attention. So That's really a great reason-
0: term. That's a great way to put it. It is compartmentalization, and what we mean by that, dear listener, I, well, maybe I should just ask you, but I, I'm assuming what you mean by that is you put different things in different boxes of which you close the box, you lock it up, you put it away, and like you just said, you can take it out later if you want. But exactly. anyone and all small business owners, which hopefully you are if you're listening to this, we're at the root core of our being we're in sales we got to sell stuff and anyone who's ever done sales knows it doesn't matter if the last 20 people called you every name in the book and said i wouldn't buy your stuff if it was free and get the hell out of here and blah 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 and they hung up on you or they threw something your fell whatever the heck happened you gotta pick up that phone go to the next meeting go to the next town to talk to the next person as if nothing happened as if everything is fantastic the world is great we compartmentalize that throw it right in the box and we go which, by the way, is the marvel and the envy of the entire world that we're able to do that.
1: In the roofing business, way back years ago, we had a particular situation that I had to do this for about two weeks. I had to deal with the situation, but there was only so much I could do at any given moment. And here's what happened. We had a big roof that we were doing, and the person wanted to pay for it on their credit card. That's fine. We processed their credit card, $40,000 roof. Now, of course, they wanted to Miles or whatever. I don't care. It didn't matter to me. I was perfectly happy taking the money on the credit card. Well, we got done with the roof. We paid all the invoices. We paid everybody, and the person starts hassling us. Oh, come back to this. We came back. There was nothing wrong. Oh, there's this is going on. We came back. There was nothing wrong. Oh, come back. There's that going on. There's, we came back. There was, I
0: have there's an idea where this is
1: headed. All. <laughs> <laughs> he filed it. Yeah. See the the bitch filed a charge back for forty thousand dollars. And the credit card company snatched it right out of my bank account. Right. And there was no notification. There was no nothing. Just I get on my bank, get online at the end of the day, and there's $40,000 missing from my bank account. Oh, well, operating contracting company. That's a huge shock. Now, it, it took a couple of weeks. I did a response, and, you know, we went through the process, and we won. We got the money back. But for a couple weeks, if I had not been able to set that to the side, so I did the response, I went over it, I sent it off to the credit card company, and every day I would take 10 or 15 minutes and I would call and follow up on it, and we're assessing it and we're deciding and blah, 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 they're getting the whole, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I went and, talk, I went and talked to the bank manager at the place that I bank. We had a great relationship with the manager. Explain what happened. Don't worry about it ever. We got you covered. You'll still be at, which is, by the way, a reason to have a fantastic relationship with your bank manager. Don't worry about it ever. We got you covered. You'll still be able to operate while this is going right, on. Right, which is
0: great for you him know. to say, but right. so many people would let that sidetrack them and, and would use that as an excuse. You, know, you me, understand, yeah. I, my mind is all, I can't get anything done. I can't. Meanwhile, like you said, you can only spend 15 minutes a day on it. What else can you do? That's it.
1: Once you've checked and once you've done that 10 or 15 minutes, it's done. You can't do anything else. And I had 25 employees who wanted payroll at the end of every week, and I had a business to run. And that 25 employees was 25 families who were looking to us to put food on their table. So I had to just keep going. After the third or fourth day, I got much better at it. But the first few days, it was tough. But what are you going to do? You're, you're going on a sales call. I got a sales call I got to cover for somebody. I got to go on this sales call. Well, I'm driving out to them, worried to death, but then I'm sitting out in front of the house. I've got to pull myself together, put that away, and go in and close this roof. And if somebody feels, if somebody smells financial desperation on you, they're never going to buy. So you got to put that away and not be desperate, not be worried, and not be pressing, and just go in and close the deal.
0: Well, and you're speaking my be language because, of course, I could go on all day with my nine years of door-to-door sales. That was a, you know, yeah. 100 times a day occurrence. We're getting nine out of ten no's, and those no's take the form of get a real job, calling the cops, getting robbed at gunpoint, getting thrown out, doors slammed, things thrown at you, names called, you know, of course. And so, just like you said, you got to go to that next door as if it's your first door. As if the last person bought everything you have. Like, whatever you got to do, you got to go get it done. And so you see Donald Trump doing that. And Donald Trump's got to go out, and like you said, I'm sure he's still got phone calls scheduled with heads of countries from all over the world, and he's got photo ops where he's got to smile and take the photo with the veteran of the something or other and do this and do that, and he's got to schedule things going on and meetings that are happening and picking judges and doing things for the future, and all this has to take place while at the same time, time. That's why the naysayers are like, oh, you know, he's tweeting all day. Like last I checked, the tweet takes about a minute. So right. while he's doing all that other stuff, he's like, okay, now I'll take one minute and I'll tweet something about the porn star or whatever you, know, whatever, you sure. whatever. he's engaged with this time. And he does all these things at once. He does it so well. I love the term you used. I'm going to go back to it again. He compartmentalizes. Mm-hmm. When it's time to do this, he's focused 100% on that. If you ever have heard the term, You probably hear it all the time. Maybe you've used it yourself. The false idea that there's such a thing as multitasking, there is not. And Donald Trump is an example of that compartmentalization. He can do one thing at a time. Any human being, the brain can only focus on one thing at a time. And yet, like you said, most people, I would guess just about everybody, is weaker than Trump that way and will let one thing seep into and infect your performance in another area, and Trump does not
1: on everything. And that gets us pretty close to the advanced tip for the day. We don't want to give that away, you know, because we don't...
0: Really well, want that's to have why it. I stopped. I realized that <laughs> yeah. I was about yeah, to so. get to the advanced tip. We don't want to confuse the folks. We, it's uh, we a doozy this week, though. It's a fantastic Indeed. one. And to get it, as always, dear listener, you just go to Lessons Learned from Get the advanced tip. Take advantage. Compartmentalize whatever's going on in your life right now. Put it aside. Go to Lessons Learned from and get the advanced tip for yourself and your business.
1: And then get back to focus, attentive work. Compartmentalize everything else.
0: You've just listened to the most terrific podcast on the internet today. If you want to be a winner like Trump, make sure to go listen to the rest of the episodes and get our advanced tip of the week by going to LessonsLearnedFromDonaldTrump.com and join us next time, unless you like being a loser. Some people do. Trust me.